three, two, one. Hey, yo, what's going on? You know what I mean? It's motherfucking Nico Jet. By the time this podcast is out, these hoes gonna need more sex. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got <laughs> well, my, I like that one. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? Got my nigga uh, Johnny Cervantes. You know what I mean? Love that nigga. You know what I mean? Say what's up, man. You know what I mean? Got my nigga uh, 3D. On my brother 3D, you know what I mean? Both these niggas I love to death. You know, 3D got a motherfucking, uh, uh, got a mate safe out called, uh, cause I said so, hot as hell. You know what I mean? Go, uh, go cop that, go fuck with that on all streaming platforms and, 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 and you know, devices and whatnot. You know what I mean? He got the motherfucking, uh, only if from here mixtape. My favorite, my personal favorite is when I pull up, I'm fucking, you know what I mean? That's my favorite one or one of my favorite ones. Uh, he also when has I to, come through, I'm, I'm fucking. fucking. Oh, God, <laughs> you don't need something. Then he got the introduction mixtape. And before he has the introduction mixtape, he has uh, quite a few singles before he ma- uh, made that uh, that, that mixtape. So, you know, go ahead and fuck with him. His uh, SoundCloud name or his rap name is uh, 3D33. You know, got some really, really hot shit. And today's subject, today's topic is nostalgia, childhood uh, memories and whatnot, shit that we grew up with, shit that we recall childhood experiences uh shit that we feel you know just a mixture of everything that we know you know uh everything that makes us you know who we are today so morgan uh i want you to start off if you you know if you're able to if you want to uh what 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 childhood memories and experience do you have what 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 nostalgic shit comes to your mind man can y'all hear me good making sure yeah. it sounds like my check one two on a bitch nah uh, but uh, 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 uh <laughs> Uh, it's, like, it's like uh bitch check one two uh bitch check one two <laughs> yeah you know but um one thing i can very much say when it comes to nostalgia um i i think of my grandfather a lot you know what i mean drexel johnson but i think of my grandfather paul paul i call him paul paul y'all may call him grandpa paul paul or i call, know, my, grand- yeah, I call I my grandfather paul yeah, paul so uh-huh. you know I don't even know how that started. Like, you know, I think that started back in the day in, like, the South. I think it's, like, your Paul's father, which they call it Paul Paul. Yeah. So I think it started with Paul Paul like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, I call him Paul Paul. And so I remember being a little nigga, like, five, six years old. We had all these watermelons. You know, my grandmama, she'll tell my grandfather, motherfucker, you bought us the motherfucking watermelons, nigga. You know, and so she'd be <laughs> saying that. And we had a little apartment in the Springs. You know, this is in the IE. We was in, uh, fuck, I forgot the, that damn city. You was in uh, Marino? McKin- McKinley. It was like, damn, no, nah, nah, it wasn't McKinley. It was, damn, I forgot the damn, you know, you know how shit oh, oh, oh. jump in and out your head. Oh, oh, we, oh you were, uh, uh, you were in, uh, not Redlands, but you were in uh, Rialto, not Vic, no, no, Victorville. No, no I looked this shit up right now. Oh, 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 you was in uh, Kendrick Lamar's mama stayed in that city. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it starts with an R. I think it starts with an R. Um, what do you call it? Uh, fuck, what do you call it? Fucking um. I read out so, but it's like, uh, oh, what is it? Well, I just went off with a damn sniper, two of them, and my hands are sweating so bad. For real? Yeah. Um, damn, nigga, I can't even think of it. 
Hey, y'all, to clear everything up, it was not Riverside. It was actually Corona. So, you know, resume program. It's not Rialto, but, but I know it's what is it? It's uh. Damn, I gotta think. Cause me and my mama, we had a house over there, man. Wait, hold on, oh, real quick. No, uh, 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 fuck. It's uh. I think Riverside. No, not Riverside. No, it was one of them. The Springs. I think it's Riverside, my nigga. But I could be wrong. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, nigga, I'll get my mama on the phone. Hold on. <laughs> but yeah, nigga, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a texter. But yeah, I think it was. Hey, I'll, I'll, do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I think it was Riverside, but I don't want to take up too much time of this podcast with this bullshit. I will confirm it. I'll edit. I'll edit in me announcing what it really was. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, for sure. Man, I lived in a place called the Springs, and it was some little apartments we all had. I think it was like six motherfuckers. Four, five, six motherfuckers in there, you know? And so he'll buy like fucking a gang of watermelons, like fucking six, seven watermelons, you know, on some funny shit, you know, nigga shit, we call it, but you know, it was funny shit. And so he'd buy like six, seven watermelons, and she's like, motherfucker, you buy the watermelons? <laughs> and some of them would go rotten. And so he said, fuck it, grand, let's roll. That's what he always say. He snap, he go, grand, let's roll. And so, nigga, I'm a little nigga, I go with him. He said, come on, Greg, you're going to throw this motherfucker out the window. Come on, you're going to throw this motherfucker out the window. And so all the little kid, I would take watermelons while we was driving, and I'll throw the motherfuckers out the window. <laughs> you know, I could barely even lift the motherfuckers, but I somehow roll them out the window. And he'd be laughing so hard. You know, he'd be like, ah, nigga, you threw that motherfucker. Woo! And, you know, and he'll hit the gas or some shit. And so yeah. that's, that's nostalgic when throwing watermelons out of a car, you know, shit like that. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Man, I have a fucking laundry list. So, you know, uh, I would say the most powerful nostalgia is, uh, I would say it ties in with music. For me, uh, for example, like, when I hear, like, a song, like a, like a childhood song, right? Like a song from, like, uh, the year 2009, 2010. Like, a wave of just, like, powerful, strong fucking nostalgia just fucking hits me to where it's, like, you ever felt nostalgia so good or felt nostalgia so hard to where like your your whole fucking body just stops like you just stop for a long ass minute like man that nostalgia hits you to where it's like like, like my nigga, that shit really happened and uh, and it's like you know songs that i grew up with like you know or artists that I grew up with, you know like uh like dragon you know dragon and young money days 09 2010 those were the great fucking prime years um you know, me playing them and me looking up to them my whole life, especially being a young nigga, it's just like when I go back to play the old shit, it's like man, like we 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 really lived in a great era. Like we lived like niggas like me and you, we lived that fucking era to where younger kids, younger kids younger kids in this generation, they don't know shit about that, bro. Like it is not to be on an old head, OG, old nigga, you know, type of shit, but it's just it was such a great era in time, bro. Such a great time period. Like to where that type well, of shit. To clarify, can you say the time period and how old you was? Oh yeah, you know, so twenty two. We're in twenty twenty two right now. This might be yeah, yeah. a motherfucker in twenty seventy five listening to this <laughs> and wondering what you're talking about. Can you get more? Yeah, you yeah. Know? 
Yeah, so uh, I, I was young, nigga. So 08, 09. Okay, so I was born in 02. So in 08, I was like, uh, I was six. And then when it came to 2009, I was seven years old. You know, I was a huge fan of fucking Drake. Drake was cracking. You know, uh, the first songs I heard from him were like, uh, you know, successful. Uh, you know, best I ever had. When best I ever had came out, that nigga took over the world. That nigga was running shit. Like, y'all can't tell me, like, y'all lived through that shit. Y'all can't tell me Drake wasn't running the fucking world when that song came out. Man, I can go that ahead, nigga. nigga. We already could tell him, but go ahead. That nigga was running the fucking world to where it's like, that, like, it was just such a great moment in time, bro, to where it's like, I really do miss that shit. Not to, you know, beg, beg on the past, beg for the past, but it's just, it was such a, a, a valuable, it's such an, a, you know, very, very important time in history to where it's like, Back then, culture and, and, and culture and musical would not actually matter and meant something. You know, create some, create, creating something of real value back then really meant something, and people were really passionate about creating, you know, making something that would last, you know, for years and generations to come. As opposed to like, you know, as opposed to today, there's nothing really dope or soulful about today, bro. It's just you know a, a whole bunch of internet clicks and whatnot and fucking. You know, oh, niggas with short attention span, and you know it's not really it's not really creative or inspiring or soulful anymore. To where it's like, if I could, I would go back. But my thing is that the shit that I grew up with as a kid, I want to bring back all the all the nostalgic shit, and then fucking mix it up with my own flavor and shit, and kind of make it modern. You know what I mean? To where it's like, I want I want even the younger folks to like feel that nostalgia, even though they never had that nostalgia, even though they never lived that generation. I still want to bring that shit to where it's like, we live in such a great era to where it's like, the internet, like, like the internet game, when YouTube was cracking off, like the, you know, the uh, 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 the new boys era, the fucking, you know, niggas dressing up as hipsters and nerds type shit, that Wiz Khalifa wave, that new boys wave, that fucking Chris Brown wave, niggas dying their hair and shit, you know, you know, just that time, you know, you know, that, that time and era and that time and place, man, I really do love and miss where it's like niggas really had fun and niggas are really creative but you know you can't really gain no inspiration from today's shit you know what i mean it's just, oh. if, I could, if i could i would really go back to where it's like it would, it's just really meant something to a nigga bro you know what i mean shit really mattered back then shit was actually real back then you know what i mean to where every nigga every nigga nowadays every nigga nowadays they think they real when they not you know what i mean so it's kind of hard to pick out Who's a real nigga nowadays? You know what I mean? Who, who who's a real genuine motherfucker nowadays? Whether that's you know what? Not to not to cut you off, but since we're talking about real genuine niggas, I um, want to give a shout out to two real niggas that I love dearly. I'm not saying it's just because these niggas are champions and running shit at Rancho Cucamonga High School, but I want to uh -huh. give a two. I want to give two big shout outs to both my niggas, Timothy Morris, mm -hmm. and my other nigga. Dayton Ortiz. Now I know it's a whole bunch of others that I probably even left out, but long story short, I used to wrestle with them, both of them. We all came in as freshmen together. Now things didn't go as planned for me because you know moving and shit. You know what I mean? But when I was there though, those were my niggas, and you know to see how far that they came, man. Dayton is oh. CIF champion today. That nigga won the CIF today, so I got to give it up. Oh Big man, of applause. Because I, I remember me and him, me and that nigga shared the same bus. We sat next to each other and we were both little freshmen, 14 years old, 
scared to go to our first wrestling match. Now, I was hyping myself up in my headphones. He was hyping himself up. We was listening to music together, and we was hyping each other up. No, nah, man, you got this, man. And then I'll tell him, no, nah, yeah. nigga, you got this. You got this. And he'll tell me, no, nah, nigga, you got this. And so, you know, we went out there, you know, did what we did, came back, and we was proud of each other. Even though we both lost, we were still proud of each other. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and so, <laughs> you know, we went out there. And so to see how far he came, man, he didn't have setbacks after setback. I didn't see him post about it. I didn't see him vent about it. I seen him change physically, just getting bigger and better over time. Same with Timothy. Man, Timothy just won some shit the summer scramble. I was there cheering him on. You know what I mean? Timothy won wrestling ass nigga. You know what I mean? And Dayton is one wrestling ass nigga now. You know, will them niggas be able to see me on the mat? I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Tim a you big know, ass nigga though, man. Tim a big ass nigga man, though. Tim a big nigga, Dayton a big nigga, you know. But you got to be a big nigga, you know, with big nuts. In this world, that's what wrestling teaches you, man. You gotta, you gotta go out and get it, and you gotta wrestle until you can't no more. You gotta stick with it till you can't no more. So, you know, I just want to say love them niggas because every time I think of them, I get that nostalgia. You know, being a freshman in high school again. But not only that, but just seeing how far hard working gets you, no matter what position, no matter who you are, through all tragedy. So, you know, big round of applause for them niggas. Hopefully, yeah. when I post this, you know, they'll see it. Yeah. But um, yeah, go ahead though, Ryan. My bad, I didn't mean to take this. Oh, good, you know. nigga. You know, you know, I'm glad you said that because uh, it's just it's important moments like that that we gotta really just uh say and, and mention, man. To where it's like the best thing that we can do, like like for someone who's accomplished great things in life, the great like, like the best things that we can do is give them their flowers while they can still smell them. That's the greatest thing that we can do because uh. A lot of the individuals never get the flowers while they can still smell. They can only get the flowers while, you know, of course, when, they, when they're dead and when they're gone. But uh, when it comes to individuals like y'all, man, you know, I like to give props, man, you know, to just any accomplishment or any type of achievement that you just, uh, you know, manifested into your life. You know, um, I just like giving props and credit when and where it's due, you know. And, um, yeah, but back, back to the nostalgia thing, not to uh, stray away from that, but, yeah, I, you know, with me, I just listen to a lot of older shit, and it brings back a really just just a wave of nostalgia from my childhood, bro. To where I, I just love, you know, I love being, you know, it's funny because because like when I play older nostalgic shit, I feel older. You know what I mean? Like y'all ever hear shit that they grew up with, and you feel older for some reason? You, like you feel really old. You know that's that's how I feel, and uh, um, I love being like that too, because it's like. Uh, just some shit that it's some shit that I wouldn't replace. It's some shit that I wouldn't change, man. You know, I'm an old nigga at heart. You know what I mean? I'm an old nigga mentally and spiritually. Uh, yeah, that's all I want to say, though. You know, I just want to talk talk about nostalgia shit. You know, speaking of music, this is an experience I had since we talked about nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I had an experience with my little brother, um, JC. He... See, this must be around like 2015, 20. So I was like 11, 12, maybe 10, but let's say 11, 12, be safe. He was like five, six. It was, I believe it was 1990. Was it 96 or 97? It may have been, it was 96 or 97. Westside Connection had that Bow Down album, the one where they all three and all black looking down. It's just their heads, Bow Down. Um, Man, I love that album. And me and my little brother, JC, I had a nice pair of skull candies. 
not Skull Candy, it was Turtle Beach headset. And so it's my PlayStation 3. And so I was listening to it. I got to like one or two songs on the album. And my little brother comes up to me, what you listening to? And I tell him it's some music. And we sat there in the living room. And this is back in the day when the headset used to motherfucking uh, stretch from the PlayStation. See, nowadays, the shit's in the controller. When I was playing the game, you had to plug that motherfucker in the actual PS4, PS3. You know what I mean? And get that long cord and go sit down somewhere. You know, that's how it used to be. But um, what you call it? Yeah, man. So the headset was so motherfucking powerful to the point to where you can have the motherfucker off your head and still hear it like a good speaker. You oh, know, them yeah, type of headsets, yeah. them boom, boom, boom back in the day. Yeah. So, you know, my little brother had it on him. I turned it down a little bit, but I can still hear it real good. And so me and him, man, me and him, we listened to that whole album front to back and we fell asleep by the end of it. And it was just such, he, we ain't we ain't skipped not one song, nigga. We listened to everything from the beginning to Westward Ho, to all of them, gangsters, gangsters make the world yeah, gangsters, go around. Make the world go around. Yeah, <laughs> yep. nigga, that whole album is just amazing. And so, me and my little brother, man, that's just a moment of bonding that me and him really share. Because I don't, I don't know if he remembers that even, but you know, nigga, it mattered a lot to me because I still think about it. You know, every now and then, that's a real nostalgic real moment. Nostalgic. Yep, and. Uh, it's funny, man, because uh, it was uh, it was like the year 2010, right? Mind you, I used to play football in a uh, football and baseball, right? So I think it might have been uh, football season, and so I'm coming home from a uh, or about to go home, right? Or about to leave the uh, the uh, the field, right? From uh, football practice, right? And I get in the car, and it's my mom. And I think it's my older sister. You know what I mean? And you know it too. And my dad, I think, was in there too. And so what happened was we're all about to head home. I think my mom turns on the radio. This is back in 2010. And she turns the radio. No, no, this is like a uh this is like before, like a year before. before. Okay. And so it's nighttime, right? My mom turns the radio on, and uh, the song by Drake is called Fancy, right? And for some reason, I stop for a minute, right? Like, like nigga, I'm like this, though. Like, I freeze and I pause for a minute like this. Like, like my heart just fucking dropped. Like, like for some reason, hearing this shit, and then, lit, like, like, years later on down the road, every time I, I, I play that song and hear that song, I stop and I freeze each and every time to where it's like, like man, oh man. Same moment. you know what I mean? To where it's like, it's just, it's just those years just meant so much to a nigga to where it just meant a lot to a nigga, man. Like, like just, cult, you know, culturally, just the sound wise, just the, you know, vibes back then, vibes and energy and people were a lot better back then. Uh, you know, technology wasn't taking over shit and ruining shit and poisoning minds. Like at least, because even though we came up in the internet era, at least the internet was used for like dope, creative, funny, original shit to where motherfuckers were actually being themselves and they weren't afraid to do it. But now you got motherfuckers just selling themselves short to make a quick dollar. And it's like, I get turned off or, or I get uninspired by, by being on YouTube, bro, or even TikTok. Because it's just the same motherfucker doing. You know what I mean? It's where it's like, back in the you years. said that. Like, like, like back in the years, 2006, 7, 8, 9, and 10. We didn't have TikTok. We sound like old niggas saying it, but we ain't had TikTok. 
You know what yeah, I'm saying? We had TikTok, motherfucker. We had TikTok, nigga. We had fucking YouTube. You know what I mean? Which we did. And Vine. Right, uh, Vine. But, you know, but YouTube was just the the the, uh, uh, the more dominant factor in the internet era. You know, because you had like, yeah. uh, you had Smosh, you had fucking Shane Dawson. You had Dashy coming up a little bit around that time. Uh, nigga, I love Dash. Dash. I, nigga, I don't even get me started with Dashy, oh, nigga. Man. I've been I've been watching Dashy. Real nigga alert. We're about to give a real oh, nigga's man. flowers. If you a hating bitch, nigga, this is poisonous to you. So skip this. But this extermination, you bitch, nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah, nigga. You don't it's... you don't want to listen no more. But, yeah, uh, nigga. If, nigga if you hate Dashy, nigga, you hate me. Yeah. Yeah, I swear to God, nigga, Dashy. I'm going to keep it real. You know, no disrespect to no family members. I ain't going to put, you know, nobody over my family, supposedly. But, nigga, I, I, I done fucked around and spent more hours listening to Dashy than I ever even talked to my own dad, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, just keeping it real. Like, I, like let me let me say this, though. I've been, I've been listening to Dashy and, and watching his content and his videos and just growing up with him since I was six, seven years old. I remember when Dashy... Came out with his Dead Island video. That was like his first fucking video. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what he I mean? Dead Island. Yeah, like a lot more quiet too. He was like, "Hey, what's uh, up, guys?" He was yeah. more concerned, like, "Hey, what's up? This is Dead Island. You know, man. This is that. Subscribe. You know, shit like that." And then, you know, I got to see the skits. I came up with the new skits. I remember the new Mortal Kombat videos. Yeah. That was a new thing, you know. So this nigga, man, Dashy, I'm gonna edit this. I'm gonna upload this just for you. This little clip right here, we where we giving you your props, but nigga, you're yeah. a real nigga, and nigga, yeah. we love you. It's people like me that then grew man. up listening to you, to just watching you. I remember yeah. one time man, I was sick like a nigga. dog. Man. I came home sick as a dog, right, nigga, from school. This is back in the day. Like I'm like now I'm like seven, eight, you know, and so I come home, and you know I got the little soup, you know, chicken noodle soup, nigga, blowing my nose. All of a sudden I'm watching. The Sub Zero, it was Sub Zero had his own little mini game that Mortal Kombat made. That she uploaded. It's that same exact day. It was like an hour or two after I got out of school. Uh, he uploaded it, or an hour before actually. He uploaded an hour before. So when I came home, I was, hit YouTube, popped it in, boom, on my PS3. Nigga, I sat down and I was a little nigga. I was just laughing so hard and so into the video that nigga, I forgot I was sick. You know what I mean? The shit just cured me, made me feel better. No medicine, no none of that. Just straight up laughing off Dasha, you know? And so moments like those is what really made YouTube, what made me say, you know what, man? This stuff might not be so bad. You know, I might be able to do something like this one day or, you know, you know, be expressive like that to the public. Yeah, and it's like, you know, like Mark said, like, like, nigga, we giving you your props, nigga. If you ever see this video one day, which I know you probably will, Nigga, we giving you props because nigga, me, me, uh, I sort of watched you in like the sixth, seventh grade, and uh, um, I can't recall the first video I ever watched, but like, uh, but but what really attracted me to your content was just the way you were just being fucking explicit, cussing and whatnot, fucking just being yourself. You know what I mean? To where it's like, the reason why I respect you so much is because you're not trying to fit into a certain niche. You're not selling yourself short. You're being yourself. You love yourself. You're weird, different. Right. You're, you're unorthodox, and I mean that in the greatest way possible. Like you're just being your fucking self, and, I, and that's why I related to you so much. That's why I love Dashy, bro. To, to where it's like he's not afraid to be himself. And niggas who hate Dashy, nigga, if you hate Dashy, nigga, you hate me. You hate Mark. You know what I mean? You hate us. You hate and that's real shit, nigga. And I will fucking defend that nigga to the day I die because 
Dashi has always been there to help, you know, fucking cure your fucked up day. Like, if you're having a fucked up day, Dashi will cure that. Like, Dashi was fucking you was medicine. It was a medicine. He was. He's the you glue know? for YouTube. Man, the glue, the medicine, the doctor. And it's just like, that's why I appreciate him to where it's like, he ain't out here trying to, you know, be no thug or fucking, you know, do some shit that he ain't supposed to be doing. He's being himself. He's being, you know, he's having fun. He has a nice ass motherfucking lifestyle. You know, he has so many fucking items and collectibles. He fucking travels. And BB with. too. We ain't forgot about BB. RP BB. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But still. RP BB, man. I miss BB. That, man, that dog, man. I, I miss BB, man. And, uh, um, and also, nigga, what happened to the skits with T Pendel? Nigga, those just were hilarious. Nigga, T Pendel, see that motherfuckers nowadays, they don't even know what the fuck we even talking about. Look, nigga, nigga we had this, we had the hanging with Dashies, Dashie XP2. Remember the uh, I got hitched, them I got married skit. Nigga, I remember there was this one Dashie. Look, if you if you listen to this, please email it to me or whatever I'm <laughs> whatever needs to happen because there was a skit you did that was funny as fuck. I think it had to deal with the 2012 world ending thing, right? You know, but pretty much, um, you know, 2012, for y'all that don't know, they were saying the world was going in. You know, they said that the world was going to end. And I'm like, damn, nigga, how old was I? Let's see. Let me do my math. I, I ain't graduate, so I'm going to do this on my hand. How old was I? Two, 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, I was eight. I was eight. And so I'm thinking to myself, you know, this makes sense. I'm thinking to myself, like, man, I'm eight years old. The world finna end. Okay, shit, damn, just I didn't even I ain't what the fuck, you know I'm eight, shit, you know how the fuck the world gonna end, but <laughs> yeah, nigga, so they were saying that, and so <laughs> pretty much, um, Dashy made a video, kind of, yeah, it was a video about him blowing a balloon, right, and it was him with the white boy Corey, I think, or something like that. Y'all remember that he had, he had a little few white boys back then. In his videos every now and then. Oh, yeah. It was funny as fuck. Yeah. That is come in the house and teleport that motherfucker, start dancing like this and shit, all types of shit. But oh, um, I, gotta add, I gotta add one thing uh, uh, after you finish, so I gotta add one more thing about that. Okay. But yeah, so it was a video where this nigga fucking blew a balloon and it, mm -hmm. it was like, keep up the balloon, right? And then fucked around, the balloon hit the floor <laughs> and the whole motherfucking world ended. I don't know why it was so funny, <laughs> but the shit was funny as fuck. That shit, Man. you listen to this? I think you might have deleted it. I don't know if you did. Explain why, if you can't, if you feel comfortable to, or send that motherfucker to us if you still got it. That was a funny-ass video. I don't think I've seen that one. I don't, I don't think I've seen that Yeah, shit. it was like you had to be an OG nigga to get to see that video, like in the fucking heart of that shit to see it. But it was a great video. I don't know what happened to it. I hope it's still up, and I'm just, you know... I ain't see it. Should be still up. Yeah, hopefully it should still be up. But you know, uh -huh. if it's not, because last time I looked for it, I ain't see it. Yeah, and, and you know what else too, Mark? There's one thing you left out though. The fucking skits with his dad, Dominican dad, was so fucking funny. That motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Ah, uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Damn it, bro. Yeah, like that was the, some shit. Oh man, I, man. It, it's just you know what, like. And also, also like, the uh uh the sport with the hanging with sport with, with, with you know the sport be yelling. I remember he, he yelled uh, at this motherfucking old ass man or something. He was he yelled out the mall. They was running out the mall and that nigga hit that high ass ah! and the motherfucker everybody be snapping their neck. Oh nigga, remember the fucking uh uh remember it was dashing and T Mendel and it was uh the uh, the driving instructor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because 
you know, Vine uh, days. Yeah, man. Like, man, I ain't gonna lie. That's that's she been running the YouTube game for like fucking a, over a decade, though. Being real, man, over for real. And you know the reason why. Or one of the other reasons why I love Dash so much is because like, you, you ever come home from school on a, like on a cold rainy day and and then like you uh. You go on your phone or your tablet and watch some dashy and he's playing a horror game and it just kind of fits in with the setting. Nigga, that was everyday living for me. Nigga, that was the shit. And nigga, I could be 50 years old. Everyday I living. I swear to God, because like nigga, it just went with the whole vibe and just like and like Dashy plays a lot, Dashy plays like a lot of horror games to where it's like it's kind of dark and like kind of settling and kind of like you know what I mean? To where it's like But he got just, that funny commentary to contrast it. Right, and then like you know. When he comes across motherfuckers in the game that he, that he doesn't like, he be like, that motherfucker! For real? <laughs> this motherfucker! And, oh, like, you know. And, and it's just, I ain't you know, gonna like, lie, a lot of my comedic timing and a lot of my even just, you know, comedic mannerisms stem from Dashy, like, the way he say something, my timing. Like, I look at it, I don't realize it, because it's like, you know, when you got your dad or, or you know, a, a figure in your life that you look up to, you might take elements of their personality and mix it with yours, or it just might be a habit. Like if y'all got a certain laugh that most people in the family do, you might hit that laugh every now and then. So it's like the same way. Like if you tell a joke, if you got a favorite comedian or something, and, uh-huh. and you're a comedian, you might have that same similar cadence. You know what I mean? Because you like that. But same thing with that. She is like some of the times when I see the shit that I find funny and the shit that I laugh at is the same type of jokes he'll make. You know what I mean? So it's like, damn, yeah. man, this nigga really is a part of my everyday living at this point. Bro, it really felt like that's where it's like every day coming home from like, you know, elementary school or fucking junior high. The first thing I would do, I would hit the kitchen. As soon as I got home from school, I would eat. I would take my clothes off and relax. And I would watch Dashy every fucking day. Man. Those were the nigga. That's I watched Buckethead Nation too. Buckethead Nation, uh, I mean, like, like to be real. But Dashie was I, running shit, though. Ain't nobody was fucking with Dashie. But, but I was also watching, like, Jack the guy, Markiplier, fucking uh, Dan TD. I was watching, like, the like man, like, because, man, we, nigga, we grew up with some good shit, though, man. Like, these kids don't know shit about this, man. Like, nigga, these, you know what's funny, though, man? I can't man. believe, you know, that was like yesterday to me. It's so far away, yet it feels like yesterday. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. That shit was so far away, kind of, when you think about it. But then you think about it again, it's like, damn, but that was like yesterday, dog. Because I'm looking at a shirt right now from Pathfinder Ranch in my closet. You know, I ain't got no doors on panels on my closet, so it's just kind of wide open, busted wide open. But I see my, my Pathfinder Ranch shirt. I got that in fifth grade. It was so big on me then, you know. It was like, damn, you think you could fit that, Mark? Yeah, I could fit it. You know, it's kind of big on me. And I always been a bigger kid. But still, you know, I look at it and I'm like, wow, nigga, I could, I, you know, I probably have a hard time fitting in that now, but that was the fifth grade. You know what I mean? Mr. Two Goods class, Pathfinder Ranch. I think that was 2014, could be 2015. But, you know, I remember X Chase Money, too. He was playing 50 Cent Bullet. Oh, nigga, 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 Blood you know? on Sand, too, nigga. Oh, nigga, he was playing Blood X on the Sand. But yeah, Man. nigga, you know, that's my oh. nigga right there, too. See, life is strange. When he was playing Life is Strange, nigga, that was my shit. You know, the first one with Max. Nigga, know? what you know about fucking X Chase Money, man? A lot of niggas don't even know about X Chase Money, my nigga. What you know about See, X Chase YouTube, this is why I want YouTube to understand. YouTube mm-hmm. is not just for 
gonna keep it real. If I don't give a fuck, just get demonetized. It ain't just for men who want to wear makeup. It ain't just for, you know, that other shit that be going on with these little kids' attention spans getting taken from them. It ain't about a motherfucking 15 second TikTok all the motherfucking time. Nigga, I done grew up with this shit to where this shit right here was a real part of everyday living. It, I understand it's entertainment, but this shit right here really has that void, that field, you know, in a nigga to where sometimes, you know, this shit was more than just a video. Yeah, I never met these niggas. I understand that. But nigga, it wasn't just a video to me all the time. This was like a routine. This is what I do. These are people I fuck with. You know what I mean? To where I feel like nowadays with YouTube, they don't give a fuck about that fan base element. They look at it like, you know what, nigga? How many views can they get? They got to meet this quota now to do this. And it's always about, you know, censoring the motherfucker saying, oh, we ain't going to monetize videos that do this. You know, we're going to take the dislike button. It's too sensitive. And how much Let motherfuckers, motherfuckers make their video. Right. And, and what, what I hate about YouTube nowadays is that a lot of motherfucking YouTube channels that come out, like, like new channels or whatnot, they only care about how much money they can make. They don't care about the impact. They're building that solid, supportive fan base. You know what's funny, though? A lot of niggas will be able to do that if they were rewarded for being themselves. It's like you got to fit a certain demographic. You can't cuss within the first 10 minutes of some videos if you want to get monetized. It's like this. I feel like if you got people that fuck with you, you should be able to get monetized. I don't give a fuck if you if you a motherfucking clan racist motherfucker and all the motherfucking bigots and and everybody that hates black people watch your videos and and, and get you money. I don't give a fuck if it's that because guess what? I want to get monetized and I want to be able to you know capitalize off my hard work and my fan base and, and you know get rewarded accordingly. When you know people that fuck with me fuck with me, so I don't give a fuck what the next motherfucker doing. I just feel like if you on YouTube and you got that solid fan base, like a nigga like me, that's priceless. All them days Dashy done fucked with me and, you know, made a video, quality content, and really done express himself, that's quality shit. You know, ain't no getting that back. And it's been over. That's all more than I've been alive. You know what I mean? I done watched him since I was seven. 12 years, though, pretty much. 12 years. Six, seven years old. You know what I mean? And so you you can't look at that. And not reward that. I feel like YouTube, they tell Dashy, because, you know, he calmed it down a little bit, you know, with the cussing, which stupid, I can tell. But you shouldn't. That's how he operates. You, you taking yeah. away a, a part of himself, you know? And it's not just him. It's everybody. And I just wish YouTube would ease off that, let motherfuckers dislike videos again. And YouTube, y'all done took motherfucking comments off the music videos. I don't know why y'all did that stupid shit, but it's like musicians. Figure that out. It's like it says, "Oh, comments aren't visible or available." It's like, nigga, I want, I yeah. want to see because it's like that's like because, uh, for example, if you were to drop a, a video, right? Let's say you're a big ass nigga, right? And that shit gets like 500 million views. How are you gonna know what the fans feel? That's what I'm saying. See, motherfuckers have been taught now to not care about the fan interaction and look at the numbers. See. I'm the type to where when I look at a YouTube video, I'm a musician too. A lot of people that are in the music, they might, I saw, <laughs> this is funny, speaking of music, but my nigga Teddy Ray, you and yo bitch on all that digital. I was, I love that song, even though he made it to be, it was a comedic thing. I still love the song. And so pretty much um, I went to it and somebody said, yeah, you know, this song has the same chord progression as All He Gives Me by Marvin. It was a gospel song or All That He Gives or something like that. And so learning shit like that. Okay, 
this is that same chord progression as that. Other musicians might be like, yeah, okay, the bass player died or something like that, which he did. Rest in peace to the bass player of the goddamn band. Uh, died in a car wreck, I believe. Young man, he killed it on that bass. Um, rest in peace to him, you know. And he was he was amongst other things too, I'm pretty sure, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, man, shit like that. That's the real part of comments. You get to know this chord progression, fun facts, you know, casual conversation about the song. Yeah, like, it, it, like it's gotten so bad. My bad. It gotten so bad to the point to where um I would purposely go to a video that's not made by the topic, or I'll I'll, I'll only watch the video that has the comic session to it. Yeah. Exactly, like don't you hit don't don't you hit it when it says like a, a oh uh topic this or or an artist name and it says topic or it's just like an artist can own their music but it's still the, the comments aren't there, which is kind of irritating to where it's yeah, like I miss I miss scrolling down the millions of comments and you know motherfuckers talking about oh who's here who's here in this year or who was here for that year and you know who was here when the song came out like I miss watching or or reading that shit to where it's like. You take out the dislike button. You take off the motherfucking YouTube excitement. To where it's like, are are niggas that sensitive? Are niggas that sensitive? Where it's like, uh, are niggas that sensitive to where they gotta fucking take down the dislike button? Like, come on, bro. Like, nigga, let's just shit. You know what though? <laughs> I don't know if they did that. I feel like that should. You know what? If we gonna do it like that, let's put it optional, to where a motherfucker can choose if they want their dislikes in this show. You know, just like how we got motherfuckers choosing whether they want their subscribers shown or not. My whole thing is this. I'm all for the optional, but you should reward motherfuckers for being themselves, especially somebody that has the decency to go and put their quality content out and reach people like them. Because it's hard to believe in yourself, man, especially with all the ways that people teach you to doubt yourself. Yeah. It's hard to believe in yourself and put yourself out on the platform now, you know. So I feel like, especially now, where we got technology reaching billions of people, oh. millions and billions of people, we should reward people for putting putting out quality content because you know, without the quality content, the internet wouldn't be shit. You know what I mean, nigga? We keeping the internet alive, so I feel like anybody out there that wants to be a content creator or a creative, they should be able to be rewarded. You know, for being themselves with no limitations. Now, you know, obviously, um, there's certain outliers to where, you know, if you broke it down enough, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable with it. But I'm just saying, on a broad sense of things, not just that little outlier, people like Dashy saying, motherfucker, bitch, this and that, that should be rewarded. Just like how y'all reward that little four, that little seven-year-old boy for becoming, you know, something else. Y'all reward that little eight-year-old boy for putting on that makeup, you know, and putting on that dress. Y'all should y'all should reward a nigga for being a real nigga and saying motherfucker this and that, you and, know. And also, what you want to do, not because you want, but but then you want to also fucking allow fucking little Nas X to, to do that faggot ass music video that he did in a shower prison or prison shower. Like you gonna let that shit slide? Like letting him do that faggot shit, butt ass nigga with those naked ass niggas fucking dancing in the fucking prison shower. But you want to fucking take down other quality content because they're being themselves. Like, nigga, it's just an ass backwards ass demographic or or an ass backwards ass fucking uh, uh, platform, bro. I don't get it to where it's like when we grew up, shit wasn't like this. Motherfuckers can say what they want, do what they want. Now it's just 
Oh, uh, can, we know what we know what it is though. Cancel culture. Cancel culture has a big play in this stuff. Well, here's the thing. I can't get mad. I can't get mad at a motherfucker protecting themselves. You know, like people talk about, oh, well, the LGBTQ, they don't let that, you know, y'all talk bad about a gay person, it's over. Here's the thing. One thing I, I got to admit, gay people, when they hear somebody talk shit about them, they stand up and say something about it. It may be annoying. They may take up motherfucking streets and shit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you know, a part of the LGBT community at all. <laughs> you know, just letting y'all know. Now, I'm not yeah. saying y'all should die because I'm not a part of that. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just not a part of that. But, you know, they take up streets and shit, protest, whine, complain, beg, all types of shit, make a big deal out of it, you know, get somebody's shit taken down, all types of shit. But the reason why they're able to do that is because enough of them have a big enough voice to where they say, you know what, even if this shit sound bizarre to the average motherfucker, we believe in it. So we're going to fight for what we believe in. And that's what I think us people should do with anything. You know what I mean? They should fight for shit if they believe yeah. in it, you know? But I think, you know, when it comes to black people, we don't we don't fight and be like, you know, oh, he said he'll blow a nigga brains out, cancel that nigga. We don't do that. We say, oh, nigga, that, that, that's what's up. But, you know, granted, our culture is different, but I'm just saying, just as an example. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, what was you saying? <laughs> I think this though, no matter if a motherfucker say something bad about the gay community or this that community, regardless, I feel like you should be able to get monetized and be able to express yourself. And if people fuck with you and they got enough people fucking with you, you should be rewarded for that, no matter what you say. You know what I mean? Because it's always going. There's there's a lane for everything. It's a lane for everybody. You know what I mean? No matter what you do in life, there's always going to be somebody else like you. Do I agree with you all the time? I might not. You know, if I see a nigga get a sex change, I'm going to look at that like, nigga, okay, that can never be me. But I'm also going to look at it like I ain't going to go out there and say, oh, well, you shouldn't be able to talk to the fan base and culturate your fan base. You know what I mean? Cultivate your fan base. I'm not going to say that because I understand this is probably somebody else living a similar lifestyle to him that he might reach. You know what I mean? Or he or she might reach. So I just think that... uh. You know, cancel culture, you can only get canceled by a motherfucker that you need. You know, we on here, this is our own platform, nigga. We ain't begging nobody to, you know, listen to this motherfucker. So we can talk about anything, you know, it, no matter how bad we talk about XYZ person, XYZ person is not helping this motherfucking podcast. You know, they ain't editing this shit. They ain't doing that. Now, if I sign to a record label or something and, you know, I'm in San Francisco and I'm pandering towards them. And I'm like, hey, if enough LGBTQ people do this for me, then I'm able to do this. Then cancel culture can take an effect, quote unquote, cancel culture, because that's not even cancel culture. That's just a demographic of people saying they don't fuck with you because you did this or they don't like the fact you did this. You know, so cancel culture really is just you can only get canceled by what you need. You know what I mean? And who has the juice? To what you're doing if you're somebody trying to do something on a mainstream level and you upset main people that have pull in the mainstream then yeah you know you might not be able to do nah, certain things fucking but if you're somebody like us who built that ground up following of hey no matter what we do or say we got people that fuck with us genuinely 
You know, just like how I am with Dashy, nigga. I don't give a fuck if Dashy go out and run a motherfucker over. Nigga, that's my nigga. Yeah, okay, I might look at that and be like, hey, man, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. That's bad. But, nigga, that's still my nigga at the end of the day to where I'm going to ride with him. You know what I mean? And that's how we got people. That's the people we want. People that, like, hey, man, listen, you, you a dope nigga, man. You know, what the fuck was that about? They ain't going to turn their back and be like, oh, well, he ran somebody over? Fuck him. That's how nowadays, see, when you got all this fast attention, all this TikTok, no attention span bullshit, that's when the motherfucker just turn their back on you because they ain't got no attachment to you. They just got 10 seconds of seeing your face. They don't give a fuck about you. But when you sit there and watch them videos day after day, all that investment, and you really fuck with this person, then no, you ain't just finna, you know, oh, yeah, fuck that nigga. I'm through with him. Because think about it. You know how fucking long our fucking attention spans were growing up? Like our attention spans, like we could we could watch movies for hours, bro, without getting bored. Without looking at your hand and your phone. Yeah, without fucking, you know, oh TikTok, oh like nah, nigga, it's like the internet game is so fucking terrible, to, terrible to where it's like you know it's it's, but it's but it's also a great tool to use to promote yourself, but it's like staying on it and just like nah, that's fucking draining. I'll never do that shit again. That that's like you know making you feel like shit. But uh, um, that's why growing up without a phone uh, until I was 12, it felt good to work. I felt, I felt free. You know what I mean? I, I was perfectly fine without a phone. Like, if I wanted to go somewhere, I just asked, like, you know, can I go somewhere with my friends? And, you know, that was that. You know what I mean? I wasn't really I, I didn't really give a fuck about that. You know, when, uh, um, yeah, you know, we just, we, we, you know, us growing up, we had a great day and age, bro. You know, a great era. You know, uh, man, honestly, nigga, if I, if I can go back without fucking with the past, I would just go back just to look look at it and be like, damn. Like, nigga, we really came a long way. Like, like we dead ass came a long way. And I even, uh, I even saw songs like, uh, like Sean Kingston. Remember that one song by Sean Kingston? Like, beautiful girl. Like, that shit was everywhere growing up. I was a little nigga when that song came out. I was losing Man, nigga. sampling that motherfucking Benny King, you know what I mean? And then, and then, nigga, don't get me started on that one song. Shiny's like a melody. My oh, nigga, head. you don't want. Nigga, what oh. about that song? I forgot. Uh, damn, it was a song. It said something like ramen, some noodle. It was some shit like. Ramen? Damn. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was. How'd the song go? I forgot, man. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. But I was in, like, second grade. I mean, we right. I'm on the radio all the time with that Tony, Tony, Tone. Let's get down. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, I forgot, man. It was, it was it was something melodic. I forgot. I got to look it up. But I guarantee if I if I go to the Hot 100 back in them days, nigga, I'll see it right there. You know what I mean? It was like around the same time. I don't drop that. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, remember that? Oh yeah, nigga, nigga, remember them Soldier Boy days? Uh, A B, you know that I miss you. I didn't want yeah. to wait. I yeah. Oh, kiss me through yeah. the phone. I see you. Uh, nigga, that whole Soldier Boy, uh, uh, Soldier Boy New Boys era, that Chris Brown era, fucking twice. Man, niggas think we playing too. Niggas think we playing. That's the funny part. Niggas don't even know we ain't playing. Nigga, like. If we took a quiz on, 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 on fucking generations, these young niggas would fucking fail. But here's the thing, man, you know, yeah, I ain't here to shame the young niggas because, you know, obviously they're young niggas. It ain't their job to know. 
they didn't go through that. That's not that don't apply to them. You know, like just like how what they was doing in the 1920s, that shit don't apply to me. I might know a few things about it, but I ain't gonna know everything. Yeah. I mean, not, know, I mean, but... not 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 shaming them, but it's like it just goes to show how important this the 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 time and the I understand, man. You know that nostalgia, but that's the thing about it. it's yeah. like assholes. You know what I mean? Everybody got it. You know, everybody got one to where oh, we might listen to some shit. Mask off ain't really nostalgic to me like that. It might be yeah, the sun, but it ain't to me. But guess what? My little brother JC, that might he might listen to Mask Off one day and be like, "Man, I remember," you know. So it's all relative. But um, you know, I just remember that shit back then too. And I remember life, man, was simple. You know, I didn't well, I, I didn't get a phone till I was thirteen in October. You know what I mean? <laughs> this was twenty seventeen in October. I didn't get a phone till then. That's why I got my LG Stylo Plus two. You know what I mean? And I was happy because I could. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I mean, uh, I heard some shit, but um, no, but yeah, nigga, I didn't get a phone till I was fucking twelve. But then, the years prior to that, it was, it was, it was. This one song that came out. It was back in uh, it was oh nine or, or two thousand and ten. That one song. I throw my hands up in the air sometimes. Man, dynamite. Uh, like nigga, that shit was. We fucking performed heavy. that. We performed that in second grade. Miss Diaz, how you doing? Man, that had all the white bitches going crazy. Ah, that nigga, ah, you know what I mean? And then yeah. when fucking, nigga, remember when fucking Justin Bieber first came out? Nigga, these bitches went fucking crazy. Man, my, team, my, my school was dope. We don't realize how dope some shit is. We don't realize how dope shit is kind of tough that we let the smoke settle. But nigga, second grade, I had my principal and vice principal. Them niggas, they did their own remix of nothing but a G thing. It was funny as fuck, but I can't believe they actually did that back then. Yeah. Um, they did a nothing but a G thing remix. Them niggas was actually rapping on the beat. It was so it was cool. Now I think about it. Back then I was like, ah, nigga, I'm on recess, fuck you. But you know, I look at it now as a music lover. I'm like, you know what? That was actually yeah. some dope shit they was doing. You know, they was actually trying to keep our little nuts entertained. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 But no, though, uh, man, shit like that, you know, nigga, I'm, I remember, fuck them, not fuck music, but like, nigga, you know, on another shit, I remember when the first episode of Regular Show, The Amazing World of Gumball, The Venture uh, Time, nigga, I was, was there for the first episodes nigga, of all I that was, shit. Nigga, I was there, nigga, I was there to the 2012, fucking, that whole era, I remember man, I, would, I, I would get ready in the morning, and I would sit down, and, you know, I would sit there on that couch. I remember that little green. There was a little long couch we had. It was like a little slither of a couch. You know what I mean? That's where we had that motherfucker in the corner. But I would sit down after I ate my cereal and shit and had my little breakfast. And I would watch that TV, man. And I'll be seeing all... I was there, man. I can't believe it, but, you know... See, the thing about nostalgia is that's a good and bad thing. See, the only bad thing about it is that, you know, you're spending time now thinking about back then. Now, we're still... Don't get it fucked up, y'all. It's still great things that we plan on doing, great experiences that we can have now. You know, we ain't saying that these are the fucking peaks of our lives at second grade and shit, but we just saying that we <laughs> were conscious, you know. We remember, you know, to where a lot of motherfuckers don't expect us to. We remember. We remember everybody that talked to us wrong, you know what I mean, and people that made our lives right. We remember all that back then. But um, I remember I was there, man, in the thick of it. When all that shit first started, regular oh, show, yeah, Adventure Time, Amazing World of Gumball, all that shit to where 
it's regular now. You know, a lot of them shows ain't even here no more, man. Nigga, remember, All remember them that shows one show I just said ain't even around no more. Remember that one show, uh, Cam Laszlo? Cam Laszlo. I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah nigga. Oh, nigga, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that shit too. That was the shit, nigga. Fucking Chowder. Fucking Ed Nettie. Remember Nettie was shit. Yeah, nigga, that one. Ed and Nettie was the shit. Nigga, Ed, uh, nigga, Ed and Nettie was the most superior fucking Cartoon Network show on the fucking planet. Nobody can tell me nothing. When Ed and Nettie was... I remember. Like, man... Man, let picture, me tell you something. Picture day, and then Eddie, picture day, nigga. That was the shit. That was the shit. Nigga, I remember when Boomerang used to have Teen Titans, the original, not Teen Titans Go, the original Popeye. Teen Titans. Popeye, too. Nigga, that was Popeye. Popeye. Yeah. You know, a little shit like that, you know? Um, but yeah, man, I remember. All man, I remember, I remember a gang of shit. I can sit here all day and talk about nostalgia. Um, What else man. was going on back then? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can get back to the phone topic, my nigga. Um, I remember life wasn't that complicated. See, now I believe social media and the phone has an effect on it. I lost a lot of years and time in my life talking to bitches over the phone. I didn't gave years, uh, hours and days to bitches over the phone. The phone right. can really be a, a tool that can either be used with you or against you. But um, one thing I must say. Man, this social media shit like TikTok, not to give it all this fame and hype, but man, the motherfucking videos start before you even know what you're looking at. Before your eyes see it, your ears hear it to where you already consuming content before you even get in the app good. Imagine a nigga trying to fuck a bitch before she even get in the room. Like but she she put she she uh you know twist the doorknob and the nigga already got his dick in the sand trying to put something in her. You know what I mean? That's how TikTok is. TikTok, before you even get in the app good, they already trying to jug you with some content. You know what I mean? You don't even know this motherfucker, probably. You know what I mean? And so that's what I'm saying, like, with the whole attention span thing. But it's like, damn near you forcing shit on people. And that's what the point of it is. Get you oh, get them little videos. Get, the, get them little videos in your face quick as possible so you can see as many people. That's why it's so good for promotion, which I understand. But... I'm saying this, nigga, if you can sell content and do content and keep yourself up on social media nowadays, then you know you would have been a great dope dealer back in the day. Because all this shit is, is just digital dope. You feel me? Make a motherfucker sit there all day just hitting it over and over, a little short high, a little 15 second clip. You know what I mean? It's like how a little crack rock gets you high for 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Nigga, if you can, if you can sell content and do your thing online nowadays with, with, with a presence, the nigga, you could sell dope back in the day because it ain't really no different. All it is is that it's legal now. You can't go to jail for it. You know what I mean? And it may not be as visibly impairing as actually sitting there smoking some dope, but you see what I mean. Same shit, different toilet. Um, the game is it's tough, man. You know, I really am concerned for the future of little kids like my little brother, Orion, because he had a phone pretty much all his life. He was born with a phone. And as soon as anything happened, phone in the hand, phone in the hand. They might say the same thing about TV, but, nigga, once I left the room, it was TV over. You, you Your mind's on something else. Nigga, the phone is with you at the hip all day if you got it charged. My little brother on the phone all the time watch, watching these little TikTok form videos. And one thing I hate, well, not hate, but one thing I, I'm disliking is every single platform trying to imitate TikTok with their formula of little 15 second clips scrolling up and shit 
Like, Dude. I feel like if you a platform, be a platform of your own. You ain't got to do what TikTok do. We go. We I still fuck with YouTube. They don't have to put YouTube Shorts. You know what I mean? That's that's a little backwards to me, but you know, to each its own. Um, what you gonna call it? Um, yeah, I'm concerned for little kids like my little brother Orion, who right now he's five years old. But since he was born, they've been putting the phone in his hand. And he get the phone whenever he wants to, however long he wants to. I'm like, damn, is he going to grow up? Like, I really wonder if it's going to affect him at all, you know? Sometimes being off the phone can, you know, give a nigga a breather. Sometimes I feel instantly better. I say, you know what, man? I'm feeling kind of down today. I don't feel productive. I feel like something in my spirit wrong. And then I put my phone down for a cool 20, 25 minutes. I'm like, damn, okay, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Starting to do some shit, you know what I mean? Get off that that imaginary world. Boy, I see IG. IG stands for instant gratification. That's why it's like the worst thing possible to a degree. But it 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 was just like like to be honest, my nigga. Instagram is cool, but be honest, like we all. We would all be better off without it. It's just that motherfuckers want their fame and they cloud for 15 seconds and motherfuckers want to do shit for the bitches and things like that. So we in a different game nowadays, man. But I ain't trying to be a part of that. I'm doing my own thing. But uh yeah, man. You know, I'm glad that I lived that life in terms of, you know, in terms of a great childhood, you know, a great what you know, a great childhood and, and a great everything, but I have a lot more memories and a lot more you know shit to make. A lot more things to do, a lot more things to accomplish, a lot more people to see, you know what I mean, places to go to. So it's just a lot more in store for me and for us all, really. So, you know. For sure. You know what I mean? And guess what? We also going to have a lot more nostalgia uh, videos and stuff, too. This is just one of them. You know what I mean? It's just one of them things for y'all. But. Yeah, man, it's a lot of musicians. I could—that's a whole nother episode, probably. How we got into certain yeah, musicians, yeah. but you know, I can sit here all day and talk about nostalgia with music. But one big thing before you know we get up out of here, I just want to say thank you. If we mention you in this video, nigga, we love you, nigga. That ain't gonna change, and it, it it never will, never has, never will. Second of all, um. If we haven't mentioned you, I want to say thank you to everybody that ever contributed to my life that made me even just smile, have a good day, entertain, good song I might have bobbed my head to, anything that may have contributed to any part of my life that where I'm like, man, that was just the shit, you know? And even if I haven't, if you're just a nice person that said hello on the side of the street one day, nigga, we love you too, because that's the type of shit that matters. You know what I mean? All this negative shit, saying what the next nigga got and don't got, what the next nigga can and can't do. You know, fuck all that. You know what I mean? Positivity is a must, especially now. We in some, you know, wicked times. Uh, you know, yeah, we appreciate y'all for listening, too. You know, but we also yep. just, we, we love everything that ever made us just, you know, be like, man, that's just some real shit. You know what I mean? We love that. So we appreciate all y'all. And to all the creatives out there that are listening to this, please be inspired by how we just talked about Dashy, case in point. That nigga yep. right there is the ultimate goal. You want fans like us to where we're going to support. Ain't no telling how many times I've supported Dashy through the years. I was with that nigga when it was probably only like 50 to 100 people watching his videos. Nigga, that's big considering he got like five, six million. 
motherfucking subscribers got oh, billions yeah. of views probably by now. Nigga, that's like imagine if you had a stock, right? And you were you were invested all the way in like Nike when they first started. That's like that. That's like sitting watching the first motherfucker rock the first pair of Nikes in front of you. You know what I mean? And then, you know, years later, you go and you see that this is probably one of not the biggest shoe brand that there is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's just, you know, you want fans like us to where they fuck with you. But, yeah, you know, Johnny and Ryan, you know, y'all take it away. You know, y'all say anything y'all got to say. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's motherfucking Nico Jet. You know what I mean? Since this podcast is done, these hoes already gonna need more sex. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> thank y'all for listening. Had a great time. You know the, uh, you know the uh, nostalgia topic or subject. We gonna have a part two or a part, you know, part three for that. And uh, y'all for listening. We appreciate it. We had a great time. Keep supporting, showing love. We gonna keep, you know. Uh, making this content and over time it's going to look and sound better. We're going to keep improving and keep doing what we're doing. You know what I mean? Not worried about the next nigga. You know what I mean? We're here to get them checks, nigga, for real. And uh, right. uh, live a great life. Take care of people. You know, uh, make sure that, you know, y'all supporters is cool. You know, y'all, y'all the supporters are cool. And, uh, you know, make sure we're doing, you know, doing our best, staying on top of our A game and, you know, things like that. So thank y'all for listening and pay attention. Mm. Johnny, got anything you want to say? I saw you fucking them niggas up with that sniper in that game, too. Oh, that shit, huh, man? Yeah, I saw that nigga was putting in work. I want to say something so bad, but, you know, we on the podcast, but, yeah. Go ahead. You got anything you want to say, closing remarks, or anything you want to lead the audience with? I mean, it's probably just going to be the same thing. Just be yourself. Follow your dreams. So you got some advice for them. You got some advice for him. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anything I want to say at the end, uh, you know, we love y'all and appreciate y'all as always, you know, for coming by, listening, spending your hard-earned time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we hope just take, to take care of yourself, protect yourself at all times, respect yourself at all times, and be on the lookout for this dope other shit we got going on. Man, we some yeah. really entrepreneurial motherfuckers. We got clothes, we got shows, bankrolls, videos, songs all types of shit you know what i mean Homes. we got all types of shit to wear workout videos maybe even you know little mini documentaries you know books we might write we got so much shit jumping out the pot you know we just we can't even say we rappers or we musicians we just everything you know what i mean we do we do a lot of good so you know it's be on the lookout you might just fuck around and get hit upside your head with some you know cool ass gangster shit you know what i mean so uh yeah, we yeah. love y'all though, you know, and you know, that's a rap like that. And it's way. just like